Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Again, always excited when you take the time to listen to our podcast. It really makes my day. Pam and Ricky join me and we answer your listener questions. We get some great ones today. We have a picky eater. She's in her 60s heading down to Walt Disney World. Not a huge Disney fan. We're looking for some great places for her to dine. We get some great suggestions from the chat and from Ricky and Pam. We also get a question about the best snacks around Epcot. So we have some outstanding suggestions there. We also talk about the best buffets right now around Walt Disney World. So we give our thoughts on that. And we get a great question about love bugs at Walt Disney World in May and September. We have a great discussion about what that's like if you're ever there at Walt Disney World during love bug season. So that's a fun discussion. And is Genie Plus a good purchase over at Disney's Hollywood Studios? This and much more coming your way on today's show. As always, don't forget our podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. This costs you nothing extra. We're going to get you the best deal possible on the next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by the website today over at the Magic for Less. Com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's a super simple way to support the show. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You're allowing us to make the show better. You're helping us to improve our streaming services. You're allowing us to make the show sound better. Thank you so much for that. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support us, we'd sure love to have you coming over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,291 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week. I mean, how can you not? We have a three-day weekend here in the States coming right at you. So hang on there and we're going to get you through it with some listener questions and some fun Disney talk. So joining me today... We have the OG crew, and I see some OG friends in the live chat. This is an OG day, so let's have an, I don't know, let's just have a great week. We're going to have fun, though, today, so joining me today from down in Atlanta, she hangs out over at themouseforless.com. We have Ricky. Ricky, happy Wednesday. What's going on? Um, I'm probably droning right now because I'm back at work, so uh, I'm working from home, but, uh, you know, back and the grind and probably definitely drowning in a lot of emails, a lot of things that I have to now relearn how to do. So yay. It's about time. Yay. Welcome to welcome to the real world. No, yeah, kidding. I know. <laughs> You'd think maternity leave lasts forever? No, it doesn't. So <laughs> no, but it was a good time. I enjoyed my time with Lucy and uh, you know, I'm ready to get back into the the working world and 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 do that. But um, definitely tough to, you know, start to, to leave Lucy, but, um, she's, she's going to do just fine. So that's good. Well, before you know it, cause I see one of our, speaking of OGs, we have an OG right. friend here, Melissa Griffith, who lives, yep. I mean, literally a hop, skip and a jump for the magic kingdom in the chat with us. We haven't seen in quite a while joining us in the live chat, which is great to see. I mean, didn't we just see like her, her, her oldest 
just finished school down in, it's so, in Kissimmee. It makes me, yeah, so, you know that's gonna happen because I I was in the I was there like I went and saw Haley in the hospital when right. she was born. So like I mean I I kind of want to vomit. Yeah. Right, I remember like that day we were running. What was it? The wine and dine five k or something? We were running through something the Animal like Kingdom that. parking lot or something, and we. I just remember, you know, when all that happened and, and like all of a sudden, you know, out of first kindergarten, first grade, I, I saw the I picture the other day on Facebook was blasting so through, but that's going to be Lucy here in like five minutes. So just get ready. I know. Trust me. I'm well aware of that. I'm not Strap ready for in. it, but I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not okay with it. Strap in. Okay. Also joining us, we have the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forrester. And Pam knows I speak the truth because in two half days of school my youngest will be a sophomore in high school i mean god i can't believe it because i'm only 25 what's up pam right <laughs> it's so it's so crazy it just happens first of all it happens before you even realize you feel like you're your child's age like yeah. mike at times isn't it shocking to yes. you you're like how can my child be this age because i feel like i'm this age right like i just yeah, it happens. It happens mm -hmm. very quickly, but it's all it's a good ride, as they say. So. I'm not ready for it. So <laughs> let's get on the topic of, of Disney here. And I want to ask Pam a question off the top of the show before we we got some questions here coming into the live chat. So please ask them in the comments. We'll get to those. Amanda's got a great question about Coronado and some transportation, which we're going to hit in a second. But of, of course, the news of the past 72 <laughs> hours or so has been the close the announced closing of the Galactic Star Cruiser. At the end of September, and we talked about that on the live call-in show this past Sunday night and got some comments and just, you know, obviously talked about what we all thought was the why and what the possibilities will be for the building, you know, and stuff like that in the future. Nobody knows. But Pam, you are the one that's a part of our show that got to experience it, I believe, twice. I think you went on two. No, just once. No, just just once? once. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I, I'm not going to say that you did the secret second one, but no, you only did once. <laughs> So tell us what your thoughts are, because you because I mean, so many people are, are giving opinions on this, I think, that never got to, you know, go inside it. the Halcyon and have the experience. So I, I just you know, I think it's it's good to have firsthand experience when you're talking about a topic and you have that unique opportunity. So could you just give us your thoughts on what you th think about it? Yeah, so Galactic Star Cruiser was actually one of the really coolest things I have done in terms of Disney. Um it and it's hard to really kind of you know explain why but i posted on my facebook page there's a picture of hannah who was playing cards and getting advice from chewbacca and i have pictures of steve doing that and um just different things and i think what i loved so much about it is those moments happened mm -hmm. you know and where else can something like that happen you always think of I really want to, I wish I was part of a, a Disney story. I wish I could live in a Disney movie. I wish I could whatever. And I think this was your chance, your one opportunity to do it. And I think it was so brave of Disney to do this. I think that, um, you know, I hate to see this in general and it, I hate to see it with Disney because sort of Disney is so close to my passion, but there are so many people who love to criticize from the outside, right? And Mike, you know, I talked about this with our agents, like without getting in the ring and actually doing the things. This was sort of a brave thing for them to try. It was something different. And I think 
that you can't look at experiences as this failed. You can look at it as they tried this and they learned some things from it. And maybe we'll see something like this in the future again. And maybe they'll take what they learned to do things, um, some things differently. But it was such a very cool thing to even see them attempt. And gosh, wouldn't you love to see the thing that you love most about Disney? Like say you have a Cinderella fan in your family. What wouldn't you do to let that Cinderella fan experience something like that? Well, that's sort of what the Star Wars thing was like for me. Like I got to meet those people and I got to meet Chewbacca and I got to do those things and I got to have those experiences. So I really, you know, people have reached out to me since then and said, I, I, I was on the fence. I thought I'd have more time to experience it. I think this was a pretty, you know, um, just sort of a, a hairy decision maybe, you know, it was a quick decision to make this happen. And there is still time to do this, to book it. We can't price right now. We'll be able to price at the end of the week but to experience this before it goes away. And if you're a Star Wars fan, I would consider it. It was just one of the most immersive things I've ever done from the food to the interactions to every, you know, everything about it. It was just a great experience. Yeah. And I'm glad to hear that. And like, you know, what my conclusion with this, you know, and again, I've never done it, but watching it from kind of just a, a fan perspective and, you know, seeing what I've seen and, and I've heard from a lot of folks who've done it, a lot of guests, and, you know, like, for example, we have, a, we have a big fan of the show, Dr. Kai, and his daughter's huge Disney fan. He is as well. And they are definitely going to do, the, when they heard the news, man, he was like, got to do this because, the, you know, it now, yeah. it's, it's going to be a piece of Disney history that's gone. You know, it's like, yeah. at this yeah. point, you have to do it now or it's, you know, you're never going to have this experience again. He's like, you know, my daughter Ella, she's totally into Star. I mean, she's huge star wars fan they love doing like the conventions i mean this is just up their alley that that you know really role-playing kind of you just can't get that anywhere else and so yes this is exactly what they need they need to seize the day and do it do. and i've had a couple of guests reach out and do that and i mean that's exactly what has to happen and you know it's, it's one of those things i kind of came to the conclusion by the end of our live call-in show and you know i, I had an open mind i don't know what's going to happen but by having the conversations with a bunch of our listeners throughout the show I think what I've decided is maybe this is kind of like a chapter book and this is like the very cool chapter one and chapter yeah. one has come to a close, you know, and this might be a three chapter book. It might not be a big long book, but you know, we might have to take a break here for a little bit and chapter two is down the line, but it might be three years, five years before chapter two starts, but they've learned a lot, you know, yeah. and, and chapter two is still to be written. You know, but I mean, chapter two could be better than chapter one. You know, who knows? Yeah, when you try something like this, when you try something new, you either win or you learn. And that's all there. I mean, if you aren't going into it with that kind of mindset, then you're really limiting yourself um, because then you'll never try things that might fail. And I, that's a big mistake, a big, big mistake in life. And I have to just like that old adage that like, don't be sad. It's over. Be glad it happened. And I'm so glad it happened. And I'm so glad I experienced it. Is it for everyone? I'm sure not. It, I'm sure it's not for everyone. But if you have someone in your life that really loves Star Wars, I would consider, even if I didn't love it so much, I would consider going with that person who does love who it does. that much because if you see a, like, you know, you know what it's like when some, when you love someone and you get to see them experiencing something like this, something that they love, then it's really kind of a cool thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And that picture of, uh, of Hannah with Chewbacca. I mean, dude, that I is, know. I mean, that is just that, that, that it's unbelievable. Like, I mean, it's it like is. she's in the movie. It's crazy. It is. 
Anyway, I know. so and it, you know, it it kind of reminds me um, of something that you know they had talked about years ago, and and it wasn't until you guys started talking about it that it really reminded me of it, and that was with that whole you know other project that maybe didn't go quite as well as they had hoped, uh, but maybe they brought that into the Galactic Star Cruiser, ah! but the the um. The idea of the, you know, the, the characters would be able to interact with you and they would know your name. And you remember what that, what that was supposed to be part of that next gen project. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe it's not exactly the same idea uh, where they're able to, you know, call you by name. Uh, but it, it kind of, maybe they took what their initial idea was from that and then incorporated that into the Star Cruiser. And then maybe, maybe in the future, we can have them incorporate that, that kind of aspect into the parks. Like you said, Pam, you know, where... They, you know, you do have Chewbacca actually getting the opportunity to play with, you know, you know, mm -hmm. Sabacc with, with your, you know, kid or whatever, you know, yes. something like that. Like, yes. that would be a really cool thing to be able to do. Um, and maybe they'll be, maybe that's something they learn from this, you know, hey, we can do this in a different way in the parks. And hopefully that's something that we can do. And maybe they'll be able to bring some of the things that was in the Galactic Star Cruiser into Galaxy's Edge, because we know that a lot of things did get cut from Galaxy's Edge and actually ended up in the Star Cruiser. So maybe they'll now take some of those things because they already have like the idea of them and they'll bring them into the parks as well. So, um, you know, that would be really cool to see. Um, and I know that the rumors were that obviously they couldn't bring a lot of the characters from the original trilogies and stuff like that because it was set in that seven, eight and nine from Galactic, you know, because of Galactic Star Cruiser. So maybe we'll get to see things like that come into play too now that, you know, Unfortunately, it's closing, um, but maybe maybe it'll open, you know, ga Galaxy's Edge up to that as well. So, um, like you, I, I mean, I wish I would have gotten to experience it. Uh, it was a little pricey for for someone who's not a Star Wars fan uh, who just wanted to experience it because it's Disney. But I still think it's a really, uh, like you said, Pam. I think that they got to learn a lot from what they did and that's there's do. something valuable in that yeah and i really wish especially in the disney community and the world at large um that there was more room for trying things that mm -hmm. haven't been done before without at the end having a group of people be like i knew it i knew that wouldn't work and all that yeah. <laughs> right because like think of walt like if oh, you yeah. are a true disney fan and you aren't going to allow the company to do things that and then to take a step back or to change or to whatnot then i don't i, I can't feel like you're embracing what the company stands for or what Walt originally wanted to have happen. And mm -hmm. I'm not one of those people who is like, I know what Walt wanted to happen. I'm not, I'm not going to speak to that, but I will speak to the fact that to be innovative, you have to try things that will occasionally not perform or not work the way you yeah. thought. That's well true. said. And now we got to answer some questions. Rapid right, fire. Here we it. go. Let's do it. Amanda's got a question here. She's from Saratoga Springs, New York, the town that is named after a Disney resort. Here we go. <laughs> what is the Start bus the transportation room, like from Coronado Springs, a standard room, not the Grand Estino Tower? First of all, I like the transportation at Coronado because the resort itself is very centrally located to all four theme parks because it's right there at the corner <laughs> of uh world drive and is that uh buena vista right there or is that no it's epcot resorts 
It's, it's right I don't there. Know. But it could it's, not be more because I mean, think right, about it. It's right exactly. across the street from Hollywood Studios, which is yeah, right next to Epcot. It's, it's right down Western the road way, from. It, so. Yeah, it's yeah. Western Way. Yeah, and oh. uh, and also it's I mean just right down from Magic Kingdom, and it's very close to Animal Kingdom. It's very yep. close to all four ho- uh, theme parks. Um, the if, of course, if you're in a standard room, you have the four stops, so you have a stop right next to you. And it's I mean, you got to go to all four stops, but it's not a big deal. It's really not. I mean, you're gonna have you to do that if you're in the at, tower. You start at uh, bus stop two, then you go three, then you go four, then you go one. Totally makes sense. I mean, who, who wouldn't know that? Yeah, I mean, I know. I looked it up from when I saw the question because I knew there was a set way. I couldn't ever remember what it was. Um, so actually, it starts at two. And Grand Destino is actually the last one on the way to the parks. But if you're going to Disney Springs to keep you on your toes, it goes one, two, three, four. So weird I, that's a, okay hey, that's that's a deep deep uh, get right there for a for wednesday show now you know we need that <laughs> nbc thing the more you know right there case, the more case you're ready you know. <laughs> all right max up in minnesota what's your favorite epcot snack when you visit the park there's so many great options i have a new one it's in caramel kush and it's not the caramel popcorn because i'm not a that fan of caramel good. popcorn but i had this like what was it last time it was like a um Man, the I took a picture of it. Thing? Yeah, it was like a car. Yeah, I don't. It, it, I don't even know if it had a name. Like, like a. I was trying to think if it had like a super specific name, but it was just like a. It's it's in the the little glass confectionery yeah. case, and it was like a. It was almost like fudge, but it was like Ooh. a caramel bar. It had caramel on top and some chocolate, and it was nice. only like four ninety nine. It was a really good deal. That'll be a snack oh, on me. Uh, yeah, on the- <laughs> it, but it was dense. I mean, it's it, it feels like it doesn't look real big, but it's it's thick. I mean, it's it's dense. It's one of those things it's like fudge. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a little goes a long way, especially if you're eating it in July or something. I mean, just buyer beware. Like you don't need a lot. <laughs> you might think I need two. No, you don't need two. No, one, you just need one. Yeah, trust me, one. And then if you need another one, go back. <laughs> don't buy two thinking you need two. So, Ricky, what do you got for go-to snack at Epcot? So, the problem with Epcot, let's just throw this out there first, is that there's always a festival going on. So, it's really hard for me to go get snacks all the time because, like, I'm snacking on festival food. So, like, that right there makes it so much harder. But on those times where I'm not completely full from festival food, I actually really like the um, pretzel bread pudding from uh, Germany. Um... It's at that little snack stand in the back. You can mobile order it, and it is quite delicious. I'm not gonna lie; like it's so good. So it's served warm Pretzel and gooey. Yeah, weird. It's so so no, it's delicious. I'm oh. telling you, it's so good. It's so good. Check it out. We're two for two for Germany right now. The, yeah. Right? What are the chances? Yeah. I mean, what are the chances we'd even have one snack from Germany? We're right. the hot we two, two right now. That's unbelievable. Right, Pam, go for the beer, and we're in. Well, I do like the beer, I will say. I mean, on a hot day, you can't beat a Shafa Hoffa. I said, say, it's a great the, beer. Yeah, by yeah, the yeah. way, I just said beer with a B-I-E-R, just for the record to see. No, oh, go ahead. God. I can tell in your pronunciation. Can you tell? Yeah, so exactly. this is a place we've been going lately. Um, in Morocco, there is a little snack stand that sells drinks and like Moroccan cookies. They have like three or four or five different incarnations of like 
almond flavored cookies. Mm. They are so good. You can buy them in a little container and like get three for I think under $10. Oh, it's dear. some insane amount. So by the way, my friends, go for the three. Yes. <laughs> Love yourself a little bit in this space. Get the three. I'm going to tell you, you're going to like them. Um, but I love almond flavored every everything, almond flavored anything. And these cookies are the place that we um, tend to stop at often. Is this the place like if you're walking from, say, America towards France, it's on the right? It's like on the world. It's on, the, it's on, the, it's on the lagoon side. Yes, it's on the lagoon side. Yeah, oh, so yeah. It's, it's like on yes. it's like yes, it's like it's on, on the, the yeah okay so we are left it or right we're not good at that yet okay yeah. so, but it, it's so it's that little place there um yeah so I've seen that place and I've wondered about those little desserts and snacks and cookies and stuff I've yeah, never stopped there, but I'm trying. always eyeballing those cookies I'm like I wonder if I would like those they're not like a super like over the top sweet thing so if like huh. that's your dessert thing I've seen them a bunch not, of but times these are good and if you like almond they have a lot of choices so. because the thing is it kind of stands out there by itself like it's almost it like does. on an island there's nothing around it there it's like hmm, i wonder if i should get it because the next thing you're kind of up to is like that japan if you're walking like from the opposite direction like from france towards america like you'll hit that then you won't hit anything until like the japan you know like yes. food and wine festival booth or you know flower and garden I've always thought about stopping there. To never help have. you to help you, yeah. you over. And they dude, I love cookies. Country, I do yeah. love cookies. So me too. I, I me too. I'm a sucker for it. Me like, too. A fancy I'm, dessert or a cookie? I'm probably right. going to choose the cookie. I'm sold. All right. Uh, Greg Zian says, if we will be arriving at Epcot around noon, should we still attempt for the virtual queue for Guardians at 7 a.m. or should we wait for the 1 p.m. drop? Getting there at noon. Should they go for seven or wait till one? Pam, what would WWPD? <laughs> I would say yes, try for it. Anyway. No, which um, one? I mean, seven, I would seven? say try okay. for the virtual, try for it at 7 a.m. Okay. I knew that's where she was going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ricky, you <laughs> that's concur? what I would. I would. And you know what? If I ended up getting a time that was too early, I would try to. Um, alter the time like i'd go i'd visit guest services and see if they could help that's a good point that's a good point too yeah Yeah, i I mean i'd probably go for that seven o'clock time slot too i mean i'm not awake at seven well now i am but you know i'm not usually awake at seven so we'll see (laughs) i can't believe you're not yet okay next question is from uh let's see it looks like Olivia, uh, it's from Ricky, but it looks like it got forwarded the other day. So yes. it says, okay, I'm taking my mother-in-law to Disney for the first time in July and would love some dinner recommendations. She's 60, not a big Disney theme person. So I was thinking Disney Springs possibly loves live music, loves a bloody Mary or a margarita picky eater, but can order a hamburger or nachos anywhere. And she'll be happy. Thanks so much for your help. We love the show and listen twice a week when episodes are dropped on the way to work. Well, wait, only listen twice a week. We put on shows four times a week. What about the other two days? Which ones get cut? I know. I know Thursdays are a little crazy because of the call-in shows. They're not everybody's cup of tea, but give us a shot. We try hard. And then we do trip reports on Monday. I mean, we've had Australians the last two weeks. That's pretty awesome. I know you don't like me, but just listen for the accents. The Australian accents have been awesome the last couple of Mondays. So come on. Just kidding. All right, so I'll let you guys take this. Pam, Give so it doesn't have to be um, Disney Springs, but that might be a destination. What do you think? So there were a few things that stood out here in the question, right? <laughs> <laughs> Liked music and Bloody Marys. Yeah. And well, yeah, yeah, there you go. the Blues brunch is, is true. Is, yeah. <laughs> right? That 
answer was just like out there waiting for me to pluck it off of <laughs> low hanging fruit, as I they did. say. No, that seems like a great place to enjoy both. There's so many good places, though, to eat. Of course, at Disney Springs, I think the boathouse where you're going to be able to find a good burger for mm -hmm. sure and a good drink. Um, give that a shot. Um, but just the plethora of choices at Disney Springs sometimes is mind boggling. I it's, like you could just do it. And if you'll eat a burger or nachos, then you're going to be set in what? 80% of restaurants. Yeah, I'm just, you know, that's way yes. to go. I do like, I'm a city works fan too. At Disney Springs. Just oh, I mean, 100%. Just, yes. she says she likes, she's picky eater and she likes hamburgers and nachos. Like you could, you go city works and you could get right. stuff there. And like, you that, know, Melissa in the chat is, is, <laughs> Coming with up another really good answer, Homecoming. Oh, they have a great yeah. Bloody Mary. Um, they don't have live music, but they do have a great soundtrack. I'm telling you, every time I'm sitting in there, I'm like, dang, if this isn't the most Homecoming song I've ever heard, and then you hear the next one, and it's <laughs> the same one. It's the same, like, all the time. So, yeah, for sure. The comments are coming way too fast today. I'm trying to keep up, so I'll, I'll, I'll be on it better. Okay, Ricky, give one more recommendation since you sent this question in. <laughs> so, I actually already gave for my suggestion, which okay. was the Boathouse. Um, so, I, I think Pam and I are in the same wavelength with that, because I felt like the Boathouse has such, they have such unique food, but also such good, you know, home good food, that I think that mm -hmm. it's a really good choice. Um, and you've got the, you, where you can sit out by the water. Um, but then I did mention to her, you know, if she's looking for margaritas, there is the margarita like bar, basically, that's not that far uh, from the boathouse. And you can go and just sit by the water. They still, a lot of times have live music there and you can just hang out and chill in a like they have comfy chairs. And so that was kind of like my suggestions to her is to go to the boathouse and then go to the margarita bar later. So. We got some suggestions in the live chat too for some uh, other snacks around Germany or not Germany. Uh, around Epcot. Germany, yeah. But I mean, no, it's, seriously, Tim says he likes the pretzel in Germany. Um, Amanda backs you up though, Ricky, about the pretzel bread pudding. Uh, so good. And she says, easy to miss. It I is easy to miss. I miss it because it sounds gross. Like just the name. Uh, no, it's delicious. Pretzel, any, like when I think of like pretzels, and put it's like not, pretzel and pudding like those two do no. not go together like i do not have you never pretzel had and red pudding. pudding i do not i don't think so red pudding isn't pudding no i don't even know what you're talking about like no i've never had it's that. like a custard base it, it's not pudding yeah i don't know i don't no. think i've ever had that maybe i'll we try it need to try bread pudding it just sounds, it sounds yeah weird. we're gonna take you somewhere that has bread i mean the place that has the best bread pudding is ohana but you know yeah, I don't think I've ever had that. Um, maybe I'll Raglan try Raglan Road has really good Ooh, bread. Ooh, Raglan Road. Mm. Okay. Yeah, Melissa's right. It's like soggy bread. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like French toast, but a little bit. Do you like French toast? Now, now you're See, talking about love like language. Bread okay, well then now it's we're talking. Kinda like, it's kind of like a custardy bread uh, French toast. All right. Yep. Well, Jay uh, yeah. likes maple popcorn in Canada. Now I could that go for that. That's why Jay and I are really friends. Good. That sounds really good. All right, Scott, one of my good buddies down in Tennessee, I believe, says, what's the best buffet in all of Disney? Does Cabanas make the list? Cabanas. Is that over at the Swan that's and Dolphin? On a, I was saying, that's on a boat. I mean, I unless, he's talking about, too, uh, unless he's talking about Cabanas on the, on the dream. That's what I'm thinking of, on the ship. I my mean, best buffet in Walt Disney World is beer garden this is the germany today's show is brought to you by the german east german uh department of tourism come see uh the berlin wall from 1985 oh my gosh 
Uh, no, it's Beer Garden. I love Beer Garden. It's got it's got lots of meats, good desserts, and the Oompa Band, which apparently you can't get up and dance anymore, but I'm not much of a dancer, so it's all good, unless you want to make a TikTok. No. So there, in, in my world, when you have a 15-year-old living in the house, all you hear around here is, That means the TikTok is being made somewhere in your vicinity. <laughs> just, for, just so you know. Ricky, you'll hear that soon. Okay, Ricky, what's Got your it. best buffet at all of Walt Disney World? The people that have teenagers know the sound. Go ahead. Got it. Um, okay, so I'm I'm gonna I think I'm gonna stay in Epcot and I'm gonna say Garden Grill. I love their their it's not a buffet, but it's it's like it's an all you care to eat smorgasbord of food that is brought to your table, so it's even better. Um, you know, it's, it, I like it for breakfast. I like it for, you know, dinner. I, I've never had a bad meal there. It's like the dinner is like Thanksgiving on steroids and then breakfast is delicious. It has Mickey waffles and oh my gosh, that again, it's, it's the, the cinnamon bread that they have, at the, you know, it's kind of like bread pudding, but not really. Um, so I'm going to go with, with garden grill. That's my, like whenever Brian and I are there at Epcot, he's like, can we get a reservation for garden grill? So that tends to be our favorite. Tanja backs you up, but you guys are both wrong. That's not a buffet. It's a family style restaurant. I know it's family style, but it's kind of the same idea. (laughs) (laughs) Pam. So so are we talking at all of Disney vacation? I don't know. I've lost control of this show. I'm going to say Marceline Market if we're talking in all of Disney Universe of Cabanas. I have no idea. I have no idea because the show, I didn't know the show was going to be sponsored by Germany when we started, (laughs) but apparently it has turned into that. I have no idea where the show turned into. I'm going to say Marceline Market. I'm going to say if the question was, is Cabanas on the list? Then I will say yes, and so is Marceline Market because I really like that. I I like how the food is prepared there. I like the little areas, and there's lots of Disney history on, um, you know, in that restaurant on the Disney Wish. So I'm gonna go with that. All right, all right. Tim has a good answer in the tu- in Tusker House, but let me mm-hmm. let me update it, and I'm gonna go with Boma then at Animal Kingdom Lodge because that is a true that's buffet. a buffet. Yes, to see that, that qualifies because a, a buffet, buffet you walk up, it's like Duff's back in the day in St. Louis. You walk up, you grab a plate, you walk, it's like Ponderosa. That is Even a, that though is Ponderosa was kind of hybrid because you would order like a steak and then you would go get your stuff off the buffet too. It's kind of both. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I would not want to like I would not want to compare any of the Disney buffets to Ponderosa. <laughs> no, I love Ponderosa. <laughs> God, I love Ponderosa back in the no. day. Do not no. do not disparage no. Ponderosa. Hey, I'm, I'm with Pam. No, 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 no. no. We're not Ponderosa is the bomb. <laughs> You could get you could get like for seven ninety nine you could eat all you want and got like a like a, like a Chuck yeah, burger. No. What was that called? Like the this cheapest. This is not the cheapest, selling it for people. What, <laughs> what was the cheapest steak? It was called the Chuck something ground Chuck. Yeah, I, don't, I don't want the cheapest steak. I don't want the cheapest steak. It was like, it was like a hamburger <laughs> without a bun. No, no not, not no. a steak. Not a steak. Not a steak. Not a steak. And my buddy no, worked there. We're so gonna he, move on. Move on. My poor buddy, my poor buddy Steve, that has passed on a few years back. Uh, yeah, he he worked there, so I got the hook up there. So anyway, okay. Oh. Next question. Let's see. Um, we had a question about a hack here on buffets Did from we? Kate. I, yes, <laughs> I believe Kate's over. I think she's down it in Australia. I know she's overseas. Your hack, my friend. If I want to do buffets, I think you've talked about the hack of going at ten fifteen to get both breakfast and lunch. Will this work with a very picky seven year old? 
I mean, I don't know why not. The trick is you just got to get that ADR that's very late into breakfast. And right. when they swap over, you just got to. And the thing is, it's kind of discouraged because, you know, the waitress, the wait staff wants you to get in and out. But I mean, you are entitled to, you know, stay. You just got to be courteous. You, a camper. you don't want to be a camper. But I mean, no. yes, if you have the very last breakfast one, you could probably get yeah, one swipe at the yes. lunch. The lunch That's probably more like I'd be looking at more like that 1030 time, typically, depending on when the restaurant switches over. Yeah, that's and when you're good. making the ADR and actually looking in the app, it tells you the hours for each um, yeah. at each different restaurant. It'll vary a little bit. But yeah, I think absolutely. Um, there's no reason not to do this. And I don't know. There's a little bit of, you know, in the buffets, they always have a kid's area, which has foods that I think most picky eaters will enjoy. Now, everyone has their own qualifier for picky, right? Um, so they'll be like, I'll be like, there's chicken fingers and pizza. Yeah, my kid doesn't like you both of them. I'm like, okay, well, right. I mean, but I'm guessing a buffet is actually really good for a picky eater. So. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, it was Crystal Palace, right? That yes. was the one. No. Okay. So breakfast ends at 1045 and lunch starts at 11. So if you had like a 1030 reservation, 10, I mean, you know, 1035, somewhere around there, then yeah. You, well, I would have it just probably a little, a little bit early. So that way, like the 1030, 1020, somewhere around there, just so that way they have time to seat you and then you sit yes. at breakfast. Yeah. I agree. But, and a lot of times they'll like bleed over breakfast items on the menu with lunch items so they'll you know they'll but you know out. those lunch items are going to be fresh fresh, fresh i know that's true awesome. your breakfast items may not be so fresh <laughs> <laughs> and william but, william uh, norgan brings up a good point if you're going to you know kind of wait over those you know that little switch over time I, this is obviously you know tip your servers well because you're taking up yeah. a little bit of extra time so take care of them because you know you're taking a little bit of extra time there obviously and I do eat the McRib as well as I like Ponderosa. So back <laughs> off the McRib is the seasonal uh, joy. You know, it, it marks the time and place of the year. You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, the first snowfall of the year when when you see on social media. And apparently it's not coming back this year, which is just kind of a gut punch. Um, so we'll all be sad for about some, that. I'm tired. For yeah. Some. Yeah. And then Max, others, I'm like, oh, they learned their lesson. They Ma did. So, they again, today's show brought to you by the Germany Pavilion and the G Germany uh, Department of uh, Tourism. But how much better would the Germany Pavilion be if they created the Rhine River ride? Uh, I mean, at this point, we'd never leave the pavilion. It sounds like we'd be true. we'd be snacking at Carmel Kush, eating bread, uh, pretzel pudding, and <laughs> uh, you know, having uh, you know, yes. riding the ride. And it would beer. be like it would be like our love for Mexico just in Germany now. At this point, like they should have totally it's built. It's true. It yeah. is true. Yeah. Anyway, let's get they'd, back. They'd be some of the most popular. Yeah. Um, the most popular land in Epcot. People would know what the bread pudding is at that point. Then people yeah. would know. Yeah, you'd never be able to get it again. No, right? I wouldn't. No, that's true. That's true. All right, we got a question here from Barbie. Hey there, I recently discovered your podcast and love it. My question is about traveling to Walt Disney World in May. Next year, my husband and I are taking our two kids on our first Disney cruise, the Disney Wish. We are so excited. We want to add a resort stay in park days before our cruise, but I recently read something online about how May and September are love bug mating season in Florida. <laughs> 
It's a good thing we have some Floridians in the chat too. This this show is just wild today. I, I don't know what happened, but I'm totally not like these, these things are just We've popping up. I should pre-read all these questions in like some kind of order. Anyway, there were a lot of comments from travelers who said they will never go back to Florida in May because these bugs were such a nuisance. Do you have any experience with this? Do you recommend picking a different month to travel to Walt Disney World? Thanks in advance for your help, Barbie. Okay, here's my experience with love bugs. Because I have been there in May because that's when cheerleading championships happen. And I've been there in September for races. These bugs are wild. You don't see them a ton, but they're the weirdest things in the history of the world. It's like... Was there like not, and I was, again, this was past my time, right? But I was a teacher. I was a sixth grade teacher at the time. Was there not like a cartoon called like Cat Dog or something where like yes, it was like a two headed, like kind of cartoon? Like it was like a yes. cat on one end and a dog on the other. Yes. My, my sixth graders would draw this thing all the time for like six months. Like, and I was like, stop drawing it. I'm teaching you science today. You know, I was like that kind of guy. And there's like, no cat dog dude, inside. For real. Quit drawing that stupid <laughs> cat dog thing. That's what they're like, dude. It's like it's like a bug with two like a like a head on each end, but it's it's two yes. bugs that are joined. Joined together. They're, they're yeah. trying to create a family. Friendly. Yeah, they're trying yeah. trying to create a family. Um oh but they're it's the weird they are they're not all over the place, but they're it's interesting. But they're I mean, I would just, I I would not reschedule a vacation because no, of the love bugs. No. I would just, probably book a vacation because they're so cool. I'm just saying, I don't know. No, they're like, I mean, they're flying around, but they don't like land on you or bite you or no. they may land on you, but they don't bite you. And no, I would not reschedule a vacation. No. Um, the, the only thing that that stinks about them is, is if you have a car, you have to get it washed like ASAP because they will eat away at the paint um, if they if they die in your car, because there's something that does that in, in their DNA. Um I actually went to uh, a few years back. We went to Daytona one time, uh, and I kid you not, there there's a wall, a glass wall that like you could see down by the pool, and I could that that wall was like covered in love bugs, like it was just a sea of black, and I was like, whoa, that's a lot of love bugs. I mean, they were flying around e- everywhere at that point, but again, they're not like bad they're not gonna hurt you i mean they're, they're love gonna, bugs know, it could be like scared. hate bugs we have a lot worse right. things in the world to worry about it you know it could be like you know troll bugs or something and i, I mean, feel love like bugs. way more maybe on the coast than you do uh, maybe that was just me at that particular time but i you know i see a few of them in in orlando um but you know not like terrible terrible i mean they're, they're still there but you know don't reschedule your vacation no go go in may may is a great time to go i go yeah. in may and september all the time great times to go and just think of the TikToks you could make with them. <laughs> doot, 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 doot. <laughs> Next question, and actually probably the last question of the day. Thank goodness. Because <laughs> this show is wild. We're off the rails. This, this show's show. gone badly. Oh, man. Mercy. I'm just saying mercy right now. Amanda yeah. asks, what is the best Magic Kingdom Fireworks dessert party in terms of viewing location? Is the reserve standing location better than the Tomorrowland Terrace? This one is perfectly on the tee for Pam Forrester. Yes, it, it is. is because I do this just to get the better viewing location. Yep. Um, so I prefer the um, standing in the, the, we, you know, used to call it like the Rose Garden sort of area that like was there. Um, it's in the garden area. Mm-hmm. They're in one of those little fenced off locations um, near the hub at the Magic Kingdom. And I like that better because I feel like the ones with chairs, 
there's sort of an overhang yes. on that viewing location and it prevents you from seeing some of the fireworks. Now, having a chair is pretty awesome sometimes. So you have to really sort of like think about what's more important to you. But I think the better view is absolutely going to be um, when you do the dessert party either before or after and then go to the viewing space. So agreed. 100%. Same. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, a chair's great, but that I means it's in the sky. You don't want to really have a roof. Yeah, it's I mean, yes. awesome. fireworks are sort of in the sky. <laughs> That's like, I always kind of laugh when they're like, well, my, like, you know, if someone like, there's a little kid standing and they're waiting, then someone tall comes up and they're like, excuse me, my son won't be able to see the show over you. And it's like, yeah, he will, because they're up in the sky. Like, <laughs> I get what you're saying, but, you know, there's no way you're going to clear out a straight path between your child and the castle. So um, everyone gets a good view. Thankfully, just don't I'm hold sorry. up your iPad. Thank you. Love all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, I haven't seen an iPad at the parks in a while. That's good. I'm just saying I, I inevitably <laughs> get behind the guy who's holding the iPad. I'm like, nobody's going to watch this. Challenge okay. accepted for July. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Um, one last question because we have like 30 extra seconds. Here we go. It's from Mackenzie. One of my great guests over at the magic for less. Hey, Mike and rest of the crew. Thanks Mike for booking our family vacation coming up here in a few weeks. Excited. Now here's my question. Is it worth purchasing Genie Plus at Hollywood Studios? Most of our most of our party loves Star Wars. We're excited to get on the other rides as well. However, it does seem like a lot of the other rides there are individual Lightning Lane purchases. Thoughts. Also, would you recommend Rope Dropping, Rise of Resistance, Slinky Dog, or Mickey and Minnie's? They are all on our list. Thanks for all you do, Mackenzie. So, first of all, I say this time and time again, you cannot beat rope dropping ever. That is always, always, always going to be your best bet when it comes to getting the most attractions done in a day because you're going to get ahead of the crowd. So, yes, rope drop the studios. What I would do now, so here's that's what I would do. And what I would go to first is either Slinky Dog because Slinky Dog is not it's not a queue you want to stand in the rest of the day, especially in May. You don't want to be out because it's out in the sun. I would do I'd either rope drop Slinky Dog or Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway first. You're gonna now. The thing is, you could also you could also rope drop um, Rise if you don't want to buy the individual Lightning Lane. That's up to you. So you could do that. That's where you got to make the call. So you could go straight to Rise and probably I would say even if you rope drop it now, if you're there super early and you're in the very front of the group that's at the rope drop, you could probably get on in thirty minutes or less. Um. So that's an option, but that's what I would say. Now, would I buy Genie Plus for that day? Probably. Probably. Because you can get a lot done that day, knock out the whole park. Pam, thoughts? Yeah, there's only there's actually only one attraction in Hollywood Studios that is an individual lightning lane, and that's yes. Rise of the Resistance. Disney, I, they didn't get enough credit when they actually took away individual lightning lanes. I understand the price of Genie Plus fluxed some, but they took away some individual lightning lanes too and actually included them in the lightning lanes that are available with um genie plus which i know is confusing because we have individual lightning lanes and then the genie plus lightning lanes that you can yes. access through that service i know it doesn't make sense and probably that's why it's confusing mm -hmm. um but every other ride then is available to you with genie plus and that includes um, Toy Story Mania and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and every other long, long, long named attraction in, 
in Hollywood Studios. So you're going to get some good ones there. And I think Hollywood Studios, too, because you have shows that you can put in in between and things like that, that it is a good place for Genie Plus. So Same I would buy it. I think it's one of the splurge. best places for Genie Plus. I mean, to be honest, you can do Genie Plus for Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, if it's open. I know it's re being refurbished right now. Um, to you know, Muppets. Slinky Dog. Huh? To the Muppets. Uh, Electric yes. Teeth. Yeah. Muppets. Yeah, of course. Uh, Slinky Dog Dash, Mickey Amazing Railway, um, Star Tours, uh, Millennium Falcon. You know, like you'll be able to get a lot of big attractions done. Um, so I would absolutely consider getting Genie Plus at Hollywood Studios. I think it's a no-brainer there. So um, I would say if you want to get the individual Lightning Lane for Rise, do that. Get Genie Plus. Um, get your individual Lightning Lane for Rise. And then I would do I would I would rope drop Slinky Dog and then make a um, make a Genie Plus reservation for Mickey Minnie. That's what I would do. All right. Well, there's the bonus question at the end of the show. So that is going to do it for today's podcast. Kind of crazy, but kind of fun at the same time. We love having you guys in the live chat because you guys take the show wherever you want to take it. You guys took us over to Berlin today and you took our breath away. So we always <laughs> like that oh Top Gun reference for all you people who are young. No idea, but great movie from the 80s. All right. We are going to get out of here, but if you have a question, drop it into the inbox. Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. That gets it in the queue, but better yet, you can join us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch when we broadcast live. We're going to typically uh, broadcast around 545 Eastern moving forward here, uh, so you can join us live on those locations as we record, and you can be a part of the fun as we are live and getting your questions just thrown at us, and we answer them right away. Don't forget, our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out. Just go over to TheMagicForLess.com. Of course... We are T-minus seven days here in the studio right now. You know how NASA has that big countdown clock right there on press row? I have that thing right here in the office. It's like tick, tick, tick. And I'm sleeping less and less every night because I can just hear that thing in my head. It's exciting times. 2024 packages are getting ready to be released. I'm like the, the meme of... Uh, striker trying to land the airplane in the movie airplane i'm sweating i'm getting ready i'm excited we're gonna make this happen we're ready to help you plan that trip we're gonna get you where you want to be in 2024 here in seven short days just swing by the magic you want to go to caribbean beach let's do it you want to go to saratoga springs and i'm talking the resort at walt disney world let's do it you want to go to polynesian sounds great aloha let's do it just swing by the magic for less.com felt the quote form we'll take care of you from there of course you can still go on a disney cruise you can go out to disneyland or adventures by disney again magic for less.com please also use our amazon affiliate link brguestpodcast.com slash amazon that supports everything we do throughout the year and speaking of support our patreon supporters allow us to add all this extra stuff we've made our live streams that much better because of our patreon support thank you so much for that and our patrons get a bonus show every week it's usually on tuesdays called mike in the midwest if you'd like to grab that come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast give ricky a follow on social media she's at ricky nibs r-i-k-k-i-n-i-b-s pam's at t-m-f-l-t pam give her a follow i'm at be our guest mike instagram and twitter is where you can find us and of course, we'll have the live calling show this Sunday night. Even with the holiday, we're going to have one. It may just be me and you calling in, but uh, Scotty G is going to try to join us and he may have a special guest up in the studio in Michigan as well. So give us a call Sunday night and uh, we'll have a good time. We might take video calls. I got the phones fixed right after the show. So we'll have the phone line back open. So video calls, audio calls, 
I don't know what else kind of calls we can have. We're going to have a good time Sunday night. So join us, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. It's the BOGP open line. We'll talk, and you know, hopefully nothing closes this week that we can talk about. Let's just talk about fun stuff. <laughs> Who knows? It's, <laughs> it's still a long time till Sunday, but we'll see what happens. All right, we're going to be back on Friday. We're talking about tough Disney choices. We'll each throw out two things. We have to pick one, but it's going to be summer edition. So it's going to be like, um, uh, let's see, like, uh, like a, like a, like uh what are those called water wings or a life preserver which one no it's not gonna be like that but it'll be kind of it'll be summer stuff at walt disney world so we're gonna have a good time with that to get you ready for the summer unofficial start of summer this weekend we're gonna get you ready on friday with a fun disney podcast so until then for ricky and pam i'm mike wish you a great wednesday stay safe stay healthy and we'll see you real soon You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.